Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen. This is going to take some time to get back into. I need to dust off the microphone because it's been a couple months since I've released an episode. I did have one for Thanksgiving that I scrapped because I did not like it, but that was a time-sensitive one, and I was on the fence about posting it, and that's maybe a topic for another day as far as why I didn't post it, and the the hardships or the the questions that I have about myself when I when I put something like a podcast out or a video or something along those lines is I second guess myself. I wonder if it's good enough and and I need to learn to sometimes just let it be and whether it is good enough, whether it's not good enough, that doesn't necessarily matter. If people hate it, that's not a reflection on my character as me as a person. And I think today we need to talk about New Year's resolutions. It's the start of a new year, and I know a lot of you have New Year's resolutions, and there's going to be some of those resolutions that you set for yourself that are fitness-related, whether it's lose weight, whether it's exercise more, whether it's get stronger. And first things first is I want to tell you, if you fail at those resolutions, it does not mean you're a bad person. It does not mean that you can't stick to anything. It does not mean anything other than at that moment in time, it was not in the cards to hit that goal. But on the flip side is if you really want something, you prioritize it and you make it a point of achieving that. So I remember back when, and this wasn't, this wasn't a a new year's resolution, but when I started losing weight, I think it was April of 2000, whatever, six, seven years ago, when I started losing weight, that was a pretty big focus of mine. I, I had this goal in my head and it was it was a it was a slow buildup as far as me wanting to hit that goal, but what had happened is on that third day when I started running or when I started jogging and eating better, as I was talking to myself and I I said, you know, nobody's going to know since since you're hurting, since you're sore, nobody's going to know if you don't go. And as a trainer right now, depending on how sore, how hurt somebody is, there might be a time where I say, take the time off or take that rest day. It's not going to kill you. But in that specific moment for myself, if I would have taken that day off, I would have let my, the devil on my shoulder win. And I know I've talked about that, that day specifically before on this podcast, but that was a, that was a pivotal moment of me changing because I, I didn't let myself talk myself out of it because I let my value of what I wanted and I and I let that trump everything else. And so when we're coming to New Year's resolutions for this year, it's if you have a goal of losing weight, if you're trying to lose 50 pounds and just know that that 50 pounds is not going to come off in the first two months, maybe not even the first six months, depending on how much you have to lose, it could take you a full year. It could take you longer than a year and that's okay. But during that year, we have to be able to prioritize it in the beginning. And as the excitement may fade, we have to still give it the the due attention that it needs each and every day because you're going to have vacations with family members. You're going to go out with friends and socialize. You're going to have birthday parties. You're going to have these events that might not specifically line up with your goal in that specific moment. But over the course of a year, 
if you push hard enough, if you if you pay attention enough to what you want and you listen to yourself, I'm going to use a phrase that I hear a lot of people use, but if you really actually listen to your body and not listen to your 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 immediate dopamine release, you know, devil on your shoulder that says, "Oh, just have the cake or just or just have the fast food or just have this or just have that." If you listen to yourself and you say, what is it that I really want in this moment? But what is it that I really want long-term? And if you can find some sort of agreement between the long-term and the short-term, that's when success is made. So if you have a long-term goal of losing 50 pounds, each and every short-term, go to the fast food, get the slice of pizza, don't cook, don't go exercise. Every time that you run into that little devil on your shoulder, you have to come into some sort of agreement with your long-term self, with your 12-month self, and your immediate self. And while it sucks to tell yourself no sometimes, in the long run, what I've learned for myself is that's exactly what's needed. And when I say that that's that's exactly what's needed, I don't necessarily mean, yes, I do mean for your goal, but I also mean for your overall, for my overall happiness. I can only speak from personal experience. But telling myself no in the moment might suck, but that delayed gratification feels really dang good when I actually hit my goal or I went, when I actually get to experience that that feeling. Because it's not that... Let me give an analogy. So if you have simple sugar or you know granulated sugar and you just toss it on top of a cereal or something, what happens is your blood sugar spikes because that hits into your your system right away. So that would be like a simple carb compared to if you have like a bowl of oatmeal or some sort of whole grain, and that would be a complex carb. So what happens is that's a slow release over time. And then what happens is rather than this big spike and then drop, you get this gradual buildup that you get to your blood sugar levels, and then it's a slower drop-off. It's not as much of a an instantaneous spike and drop-off. So the big spike gives you that good feeling. So when you want something in this moment, that big spike feels really good. But what feels even better and what actually sustains and lasts longer is doing the right thing or doing making that right choice to where it's a slower buildup. So you might not get that instant feeling, but that slower buildup, and then let it continue to stay up in that ether for a lot longer, and then you have a slower drop-off. So you don't get that boom, instant gratification, and then that some sometimes for me it's that that subsequent drop-off of, man, what the heck did I just do? Drinking is a perfect example. So for New Year's Eve, I had a couple drinks. Luckily on New Year's Day, I was not hungover. But in the moment, it's instant gratification. And if I would have had a hungover, it would have been, instant regret the next day, which we can pick and choose our times to where we want to have those types of moments. But if we only do those quick, instantaneous dopamine release behaviors, what ends up happening is we we suffer long-term. And maybe that's a little bit what has to do with social media, is in the moment, we are able to get our fix, but long-term, when we waste four hours on TikTok, we're thinking to ourselves, man, what the heck did I just do? So how do we balance that that innate desire to get something instant 
with what we want in 12 months. And it's not always easy, but that's the conversation that we need to have with ourselves is what is it that I really want? Where listening to your body or listening to yourself is not always the easiest thing to do, but that's usually what we need to do. We need to dig deep and we need to ask ourselves, what is it that I really want? And then when we ask ourselves that, the next step is why? Why do we want that? What's the meaning behind it? So when you're writing down your New Year's goals, write them down. Be very, very, very specific. I want to read more. No, I want to read 30 books. I want to exercise more. No, I want to exercise three times a week. And then even more specific than that, I want to read 30 books. I want to read at least two physical books and the rest can be audio. And then you ask yourself, because that's actually a goal I have for myself is read 30 books this year. And two of them, I want to be physical at least because I'm not a very fast reader. So when I wrote that goal down, the meaning behind two physical books is to practice my craft of getting better at reading, getting quicker. I just feel like I'm really slow at reading. Whereas when I listen to audiobooks, I can let it play a little faster and I can retain some knowledge. But part of the reason for that two physical books is I want to see if it's something that helps me retain even more information. And maybe that maybe that cost is not worth it. Maybe the time that it takes me to read a book is not worth that little bit of extra knowledge retainment. But that's something that I can figure out for myself. That's that that's that value structure that I'm learning for myself. I we make those choices all the time. Is is this worth it or is that worth it? And then we make that value. So is the off-brand milk worth it or is the name-brand milk worth it? Well, they taste about the same. There's a 60-cent difference. I'm going to go with the off-brand because why not? They taste about the same. Now, there might be something else in the store where off-brand and name-brand, and it's a dollar difference, but the off-brand does not taste anywhere close to the same as the name-brand. So you go with the more expensive one. But we do that all the time. We make those value judgments all the time. So when you're setting these goals for yourself, I think it's very important to ask yourself, what's the meaning behind it? Why? Is the taste different? Is the feel different? What's the experience you're getting from that goal? And is it more important to have the instant gratification? Or is it more important to become the person that you've always envisioned yourself to be? And it's not always apparent what the right answer is. But there's one thing that I believe in is that you know yourself. Maybe not right now, but when we sit here and we ask ourselves, why? Why are we doing this? Sometimes it's for other people. Sometimes it's to impress other people. But once we can start doing stuff selfishly, not everything in the world, but once we can start taking some time for ourselves and and putting ourselves first, it feels dang good. When you have that goal of losing 50 pounds over the course of the year, and somebody offers you, and it's going to be every day because it's going to, it's going to be a coworker, it's going to be a friend, it's going to be a spouse, it's going to be a kid, it's going to be everybody in the world that says, you can have this blank. And that's when you tell yourself, I know I can, 
but I want this more. And whatever this is, this 50 pound weight loss, this goal that you set for yourself, tell yourself no once in a while. And as you do that, you start realizing that no feels pretty good. There's going to be, there's going to be yeses in there still, but rather than just spreading yourself thin and let other people dictate what it is that you want to do with yourself and your goals, because at the end of the day, you are the one laying your head down on the pillow at night. And it's just you and your thoughts going to sleep. I know when I'm stressed, I know when I have a lot going through my mind, I'll tell you what, I don't sleep very good. Luckily, 99.5% of the time, I sleep like a champ. But I'll tell you what, those, those times where I'm racing in my mind, it's not fun. So ask yourself and listen to yourself, why do you want it? And tell yourself, explore, discover, understand. Because then when you start to make those choices of telling your friends, no, you don't want that slice of cake or telling your friends that you'd rather go to the gym than go get happy hour on a Tuesday. They might give you a hard time, but when you know internally that you're doing it for the right reasons, that's what's make, that's what's going to make you stronger. And then that turns over into other areas of life. The reason I hold the door for people is not not for their sake. I don't do it for their gratification. I do it for me. The reason I make my bed in the morning is not because well, I guess I I do like things to be, you know, relatively in order, but I do it because it's something that starts me out in the right direction for the day. Holding the door for somebody is doing it because that's a baseline. That's a, the movie inception. I'll give this analogy, the movie inception where they have this piece that each of them have that says, if, if this piece does this, and that means you're in base reality, if this piece, you know, like Leo's little top, if it keeps spinning, it means he's still in his dream or it's still in, he's in one of the layers, but that's holding the door is my base reality for part of who I am. There's sometimes I miss it. That doesn't mean that I'm a bad person, but for the most part, if I notice somebody coming and it's relatively close or they're right behind me, then I'll hold it. Yes. But I don't do that for them. I do that selfishly for me. And I think it's okay to do things selfishly for ourselves. But you have to ask yourself, why are you doing it? It has to mean enough to stick. And you have to reward yourself enough. You have to give yourself enough credit when you're doing these New Year's resolutions to where over the course of time you you applaud yourself. And I'm not saying go to the gym and then right away go get fast food. Sometimes that happens. But don't say, I deserve this donut. Sometimes you deserve that feeling that you get for doing the hard thing. And do that for three months and see how it feels. Thank you for tuning in to the Philosophical Podcast. I hope my next episode is way sooner than two months. But I appreciate appreciate every single one of you. And if you have any questions, as always, you can send me an email, justin at philosophical.com. If you need any coaching, visit www.philosophical.com. 
F-I-T-O-S-O-P-H-I-C-A-L.com. And we'll check with you guys next time.